Thank you, Jeff. All right, we're going to go right into the uh, next session very quickly. I'm very excited that I have the opportunity to speak with Lettucey. Everybody give it up for Lettucey. All right, thanks so much. We're going to keep things moving here. Uh, my name is Brian Calhoun, and uh, I work with an artist management company called The Blueprint Group, and I oversee digital strategy for the uh, musicians we represent. Uh, Little Wayne, Nicki Minaj, T.I., G.E.Z., Jill Scott, The Roots, Marky Basie. And uh, I have a company called Freeform, and we build uh, a platform that allows artists to uh, create their albums as apps, and we leverage the uh, same type of strategies that mobile games have for distribution and monetization. And um, so I am super, super excited to have the opportunity to talk with Lettucey here. We were back in the green room, and <laughs> I, I wish that the conversation that we had backstage, we'd had out here on the stage, but we, we, don't, we don't have enough time for that. So let's get right into it. What is your overall strategy when thinking about social media? For me, it's to, um, <laughs> hello everyone, to inform, to interact, and to inspire. I have those three eyes that I do, to inform, to interact, and inspire. When I inform, it's to say what it is I need to say, and to interact is to show a little bit of my personality, or sometimes speak to my fans directly and inspire, meaning, you know, give words of wisdom, spirituality, or a, a part of myself that lifts me. So those are my three eyes. That's my overall thing with social media. Okay, so you have a, a lot of followers on the various social platforms. How do you how do you use those platforms and sort of manage your time and manage your ability to interact on, on the various platforms? I absolutely love Instagram because I'm an artist that doesn't like to talk very much, but I love uh, talking through pictures or giving information about what I'm doing or through, through photos or where I am through photos. Um, but I also like Tumblr because they say whatever they want to say, post whatever they want to post. Um, Twitter can be a little tricky, uh, but it's great because you can say it quickly and get out. And you don't have to explain. I, I don't like to explain a lot of things. And I love that because artists feel like we should just create, most of us anyway. So, so does that mean that you are always doing everything on each one of these social platforms or do you have help? I've just started to have help because I can't do it my own. Um, what they love about when I've had meetings about people coming in to want to advertise or to post things on my Facebook page, which is my biggest uh, page for me, it's almost up to a million, probably what, a few Yeah, you're thousand. real close. If, if everybody close. in here likes her page, She'll be that much closer to the million. So make sure you make sure you like Lettucey on Facebook. <laughs> but uh, the Facebook page, I I just inform on there, and every now and then I'll show a part of myself on there because people can be very critical all over the world. It's predominantly um, what time of the day I'm focused on when to inform about information where I'm playing or something I've heard, or I pay attention to what's going on with the times. I'm a reader. 
I'm a, a studier. I love knowing what's going on in my world. That's why I'm interactive. And I want people to think more so than show uh, naked pictures all over the place. My, my thing is about inspiring people to use their brain and their artistry differently. Um, you can be sexy, and that's someone's page. If that's their thing, cool, but that's just, mine is a little all over the place, like myself. I'm from New Orleans, so we do whatever we wants to do. <laughs> so, but I don't manage all my pages. I just started getting help for the Facebook. Um, I connect my Instagram to my Tumblr sometimes, or my Instagram, but I keep the Facebook separately because it's so big. And I have tried to interact with some of my fans. It's been, I, I kind of stepped away recently because I have, it, it gets intense. If you, I, like I said to you earlier, you give it life or you give it death. You either talk about it or you don't talk about it. People are looking, trolls are looking to be seen and heard. And so do you want to give it life? Then speak to them. If you want to give it death, say nothing at all and keep it moving. And so, yeah, and so and give it death, that means deleting, mute. mute? It can be delete, it can be mute, it can be whatever I feel that day. I don't know how I'm feeling that day. I go with my feeling the same way with everything. With music, it's the same way for me for social media. It's an art thing of how I feel that day. Someday I don't wanna hear what you have to say. If I want to look at that post, I only want positive on it because that's what my intent was. And if somebody says something, I love opinions. I love that we don't agree on everything. I love that because that's the world. But when you take a direct dig at me, then yes, I'm going to delete you because you don't know me. I won't block you, but I will delete something if it's directly towards me. Say something about the post, but don't say something directly towards me and you don't know me. And artists, we're emotional. <laughs> you know? So it's hard to, to separate ourselves from that a lot of the times. But most of the time, I've learned that my thing, give it life or give it death. Do you want people to, you know, be seen because of one comment? I did it once. I met a girl at a, a restaurant. I was leaving with friends, hanging out. And I complimented her on her hat. And she stood up and said, can I take a picture? And I said, well, I'm with my friends. I was drinking. I, I'm not, my eyes are crossing. It's not a good time to take a photo, but I'll hug you and give you an autograph. She said, no, I'm fine. I said, okay, well, you take care. And I walked out. I even waved goodbye to her on, online. I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> she went on and on. And I said, well, I, you know, I complimented you. I said, hello. I gave you a hug and I waved goodbye. You'll be all right. <laughs> and then it was on a blog that I was the shade room. Now all of a sudden I'm being mean to my fans. How dare she not give you a picture for the gram? It's like, what happened to autographs? What happened to, a, even if we had a conversation, I would have been fine with that. I'm very, if you know me as an artist for a while, if you followed me, you'll know I'm not that shady girl. That's not my thing. I'm, I'm probably one of the artists that don't want to be an artist. She just wants to be a regular person and eat with her friends and hang out. I mean, I hug this lady. Most artists have uh, security and they don't even touch you, you know? And that's not my thing. I'm very relatable. And it, it hurt my feelings, and I'm like, wow, and now I'm on a blog? I said, wow, I'm a star now. I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> 
for being mean when I wasn't. You know, I did everything I could to be nice, but you can't. Everybody wants to be, and the girl actually commented to everyone's comment on the blog, so you can tell she wanted that fame. She wanted to be seen. So trolls want to be seen. You have to be careful as artists to watch out for that. So, and so that leads specifically to the question, like how much do you give? I think I give too much but I give enough for you to know who I am. Because that's what social media is about. People, artists now, people want a peek into your life of who you are, what you're about, why should I buy into you? Why should I feel uh, inclined to support you? That, that's extra. I think some of the social media has gotten some artists in trouble. Like Periscope, videoing, that you, you know, the, the oh my God. Some of the things they say, we don't need to know you're in the bathroom. We don't need to know you're at your grandma's house or what you're eating or how you interact on the street. I, I've done it Periscope like five times. I love it for uh, people hearing how I am with my friends or what I like or don't like. People like my personality even more because I make jokes and make it funny. Like I'm talking to you now. And, and I'll go, no, I don't want to do that. And they, Someone else is thinking, why are you so loud? Well, because it's my periscope. I could be loud all I want to. You can get off. And then they go, oh, leave her alone, leave her alone. You know, so I'm, I'm, I stand my ground in who I am. I'm authentic in who I am. I don't have to change because I'm being me. And if you're an artist, there's things I think some people say, you can't hold up um, a drink and you're, you know, doing something. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be singing gospel music. You're going to get in trouble. You know, it's a, it's a way to do it. So one of the things that you suggested <laughs> was that artists should get etiquette lessons on how to use social media. So, like, so, if you were, so if you were teaching the etiquette lesson class to an artist, what would be some of the things that you would advise? First, sit down and decide what are you trying to say. What are you trying to convey to your audience when you're on social media? Second thing is, how do you want to uh, carry yourself? You know, what does that look like for you? And hold that the whole time, whenever you're on there. And um, like I have my three eyes, that's my characteristics. That's who I am. I like to inform you of things that you may not know, that you may, some people don't look at the news like I look at the news or watch CNN or Fox and see things and lies and truths and whatever. You know, uh, so I'll post it. The three can, eyes, just remind everybody what the three eyes the are. The three eyes are to inform to interact and inspire. That's, that's my thing. I love positivity. That's the kind of person I am. And I love the truth even when it hurts. And I love honesty. Your, your truth for you is your truth. My truth is my truth. We can disagree. But don't take digs, then I'm out. That's the end of the conversation. That's how I, I roll. So people need to sit down with themselves and decide who, how they want to be portrayed. And, and no matter what you do, even with my positivity, like I said, negativity will come. That's part of it. But I've accepted that. So what I'd like to do, and you've touched on this a little bit with some of the different platforms. I want to just go through yeah. uh, a few of the platforms. I want you to tell me like, what you think about it how, and how you use that platform. All right? Facebook. Facebook, I usually inform of tours, uh, what I'm doing, working on now, uh, what I did last night, how I feel that day, to inspire, keep going in your life, hang in there, or lifestyle things. 
And now I have someone who can help me with that, which is great. Instagram. Instagram, just doodling. <laughs> However I feel that day, a picture, something I heard. Um, I love that. I love the energy on Instagram. It, it actually, may I add this to it. How frequently do you post on each of these platforms? Instagram, I post probably every day so far. Okay. Not Fa every day, but so far. And Facebook, how often? Probably every two weeks. Every two weeks? Not, not no, once a week at least. Once a week, okay. Yeah. Twitter. It just, whatever my Instagram, it'll go to it, right to it. But Do you but, post anything directly to, to, to Twitter that you maybe wouldn't put on Instagram? If I see something I don't like, I usually do. It, meaning I'll say something vague about it. Okay. Mysterious. Yeah. Mysterious, Keeping yes. Keeping that artist mystique. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, YouTube. No, I don't really work my YouTube. My my uh, the label. label does. Label does that with yeah. videos, behind the scenes footage. That's yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. Um, Snapchat. Just started. My niece got me on Snapchat. I'm I'm not a big fan of it, but I like it. I just did it with you today. Yeah. So it depends on what's how I feel. I did it after Carnegie Hall. I played Carnegie Hall, and my mom's walking down the street. I'm like, look at my mom. You know. So. Things like that. Those things are fun. People want to see your excitement. So, yeah. Okay, and then you just started using Periscope as well recently. Yeah, I'd probably done eight of eight, five or eight of those. Those were fun. Like I, last week, I was went to see a play, and my friend and I had coffee, and he he likes it a lot. So I said, okay, I'll get on with you. I like getting on Periscope with someone because it's more fun and it's interactive. If I do a radio show and I'm in, being interviewed, I'll post that, so people can see my personality and how I am. But they love that. Or I did a class at Boston. Uh, we, I was teaching a class, and we periscoped the whole uh, class, so that was fun. Nice, all right. So here's, I, I guess, the, a, a big question for and you. And that's informing. <laughs> right. What, and I know there are a lot of people in the audience and a lot of people at this conference who are creating technologies uh, for artists. What do you wish somebody would make? Something to get rid of the trolls. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I wish. No, yeah, uh, I, w I wish that existed too <laughs> for my clients. Yeah, sure. I would love to see when there's a new app that happens, there's something that shows that show up. Here's a new app for this. Um, that would be cool, like a one app that you can find the new apps other than on, you know, the Apple Store. It would be cool that it pops up or something. And that would so, be cool. And, and that's actually that's great because the other thing I was going to ask is how do you find out about these new tools? Like you told us about how you found out about Snapchat. How do you find out? How does somebody who says they've got the next greatest thing that that you should be using? How, do you, how does that person get to you and convince you to use it? Usually they go through my management and they try it out because they know my personality. I'm a big techie person, but I love things to be explained quickly. And if, and if I have questions, then I'll ask about it. And also sometimes I'll see like um, an artist use an app and I go, wow, that's really cool. Where did that come from? And usually they try not to post it. They don't want people to know. They want to be the only one with it. And then you have to try to find it, and, and then when, once I find it, then I use it and I tell people. I, I love telling people where I ha got something, where I, you know, informing them of information. 
Nice. Okay, yeah. so I think we have time for a couple quick questions. Uh, there's a microphone here somewhere. Anybody have questions? Raise your hand. Don't be shy. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Thanks a lot. Let us see. Uh, uh, I got the honor and privilege to do sound for you at Elbow Room back yeah. in the day. Hopefully we had a good experience together. Yes, I know I, I had did. fun. We thank did. you, and Brian. Thank you. <laughs> hey, um, just uh, you know, this I hate this jargon kind of questions, but like, do you feel like there's an ROI for all your return on investment, the time and the energy, the the distraction of social media? Do you feel like you're you're actually getting something back? Not that you need to or have to, but does it actually provide a solid value for you and you pursuing? your goals as an artist or as a person? Yes, it does. When I do my touring, has, when I have touring, it's been a huge impact for me. It's reached overseas as well more, uh, different parts of the world, uh, Australia, and um, that I've never played, places I've never played. Um, uh, Brazil, I can't get there. I can't wait to get there. A lot of fans uh, from Brazil that love my music and or people and they'll turn their friends on because I post a little snippet on Instagram of me singing or a class that I had and then I'll get work that way because of something they saw. We saw that you teach. Can you come and teach here? We saw that you sing a little bit of gospel even though I thought you were R&B artist. Can you come and sing at our church here? I get work and I my fan base is big. You can see it in the touring. The touring has gotten bigger. And I don't have to do, uh, on the times that I'm not touring, I can still interact with my audience so they know what's going happening. Like I, I can promote my show that's in Nina Simone tribute I'm doing with an orchestra in Baltimore. I can't wait to do that. And I, it's like, whoa, everyone's going crazy and those ticket sales are, because I don't like to post a lot of me singing, but when I do, people are like, we forgot you're a singer too. You know, so it's really um, great. And I think artists need to save some of that information, meaning save, you don't have to sing every Instagram, save it and let them get excited about seeing you sing. Now they know your brain and your artistry as a person. I can't wait to see her live. Now this makes sense, but it has impacted my different audience. I got a different audience because of it. Nice, uh, another question? Oh, hold on, we're for the microphone. Oh, thanks. Hi, how are you doing? So how, how involved are you with the musicians when you tour? And like, do you, have, do you have the same band? Do you have management pick people for you? And when you do get your musicians, how involved are you with the, the arrangements? Do you hear specific things that you want like on the record? Or like, do you have an MD that takes care of that? And the same thing in the studio with writing, how hands-on are you personally with like, you know, the harmonic content, the chord changes of the song and things like that? I, I have a musical director, mm -hmm. but I go, th I have a week of rehearsals before tour. I try to use the same band as I'm very loyal to a fault. Sometimes musicians can get comfortable and, I, and they don't study as hard. And so then they get fired, and by, not by me, but my tour manager, he sees everything, even things that they don't show me. But I am loyal to, why did they leave? I want them back, you know? And then I understand what happens. But I'm very hands-on with, oh no, I need it to hit here, because I move too much on stage for, not, for myself not to be involved. Studio. Oh, sorry. And what about in the studio? As in far the studio as the now, I have 
let go of a little bit more and more control because I want to see what comes out of me if I share the collaboration. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you curious. know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. The beginnings I didn't because you can't afford it. Mm -hmm. But now I'm getting close to where I can kind of let go of that control and kind of afford mm -hmm. to have a good different varieties of producers. Now I want to work with a few producers and focus on songwriting, and, which is and are very the, important. Are the producers doing the songwriting with you as far as like yes, the chord changes and the arrangements? This, this album that I'm working on now, we are actually at a piano mm, okay. and actually at the guitar. And so you guys and are doing the writing doing together. doing the writing together. Cool. Just exactly. Curious. And yeah. that's what I'm excited about. Very cool. I, I, I love this process more than any other process I've had. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. All right. Um, oh, I think it's time for us to wrap up. Okay. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Lettucey. Thank you, guys. Thank you again. <laughs> now, now, I think um, Lettucey's going to be downstairs at 4 o'clock this afternoon in one of the rooms yeah. uh, talking to people. So get your pit, your elevator pitches ready for her. <laughs> and follow her on social media at Lettucey. Everything Lettucey. At Lettucey. And I'm also everything at Brian Calhoun. Woo!